Welcome to the Business Clicks podcast, the podcast that interviews business owners to discuss their struggles, strategies, and successes with using the power of the internet to grow their business. We discuss the transition from brick and mortar growth strategies to digital alternatives. We provide new and exciting tactics each business can use to be successful in this new digital world. I'm your host, Adam Barbro, and let's get stuck in. Welcome to another episode of the Business Clicks podcast. In this episode, we're going to be doing another Connect the Dots series, where instead of interviewing a entrepreneur or business owner about their tactics and strategies on marketing and branding themselves online, we're talking about some of the principles of branding and marketing and some exercises on how to implement these correctly. So this will be, I believe, the last episode of January for 2022. So it's already already a month down of January. Um, five months left to the financial year, so I hope you're kicking goals. Um, in this episode, we really want to talk about, well, I really want to talk about making sure that you're crafting a brand personality and implementing a bit of a persona for your brand and business to make it more authentic for your consumers in order to actually connect with your brand and business, but also make it easier for you in terms of the copy you use, the approach you use towards things, if you think about your brand more as a persona, it makes it easy for you to actually implement and execute those strategies. So let's get stuck in and talking about this. I think we've noticed this more and more that consumers are able to respond to brands and businesses, you know, with a coherent, straightforward messages. Brands and businesses that have clarity in what they want to say and how they want to say it make it much easier for the consumer to, you know, really understand and, and and approach these businesses in a way because it's always consistent. It doesn't, one week they're talking about something and another week they're talking about something else. It gets very confusing very quickly. So being able to, you know, come forward with a coherent, straightforward message with clarity is the first step in really, you know, making it easier for the consumer. And I think the second step there is selecting a distinctive voice or a persona for your company and brand. I think by doing this, you start coming forward with more authenticity and you know your brand's voice or your business's voice voice from a marketing perspective not only comes across as consistent and authentic but it sort of brings across some, some transparency like this is who we are and this is why we remain consistent with how we say things because that's what we actually truly believe and then all, all of a sudden it makes it a lot easier for consumers to decide whether they're with you or they're not with you and therefore they're able to stick around because they're like hey we like these guys this is who they are this is what they say this is what they're about and you know i connect with that and that's part of who i want to identify myself as in terms of being part of this tribe so that's why it's important in order to really personify uh, your brand and really give it a bit of a personality because it allows people to connect with you. And when we're starting to think about you know, who our brand is, we're really starting to think about the different sort of personality archetypes and really th- the traits that sort of make up our brand and that are sort of aligned with what we're trying to do and how we want to present ourselves to the market. And when we think about this, we're really going a bit deeper and more, and probably deeper than your competition has done in terms of the approach we're going to take to market ourselves and come forward with an authentic voice, which is really just another way of, you know, incorporating and creating a better brand and a better way of marketing your business compared to what your competition is doing. When we start thinking about uh, your brand personality, we start really thinking about the first step, which is you know, understanding some traits around who that, you know, who that brand or that authentic voice would be. 
would your brand take on a real tough, rebellious voice, or would they take on a real, you know, motherly, help, helpful, uh, caring voice, or maybe it's a voice that's you know strong and committed. You know, these are all the different aspects that you sort of need to align with what you do and how you want to present yourself to the market. And I think the when I start talking about this with some people who are a bit hesitant, as they start thinking about you know, it's a business. What are you talking about? It doesn't have a personality. But I think from a marketing and branding perspective and those that aren't really familiar with the process and those who really haven't, more importantly, created a good brand, is that they don't understand that by thinking about your business like that, that's how your your customers and the consumers are going to start thinking about your business as, oh, it's just a business that wants to sell me stuff. So unless you've got a product that's suiting their exact need and you don't have any competition, it means your competition will probably come through with a better brand with someone who truly truly understands the consumer and then offers a product of equal value and therefore you're going to lose out. So that's the first step in really understanding the traits that sort of make up, you know, who you want to who you want to present yourself as and they, and this should align with the broader sense of why you do what you do and what you actually do for the market. So some examples would be obviously if you're a perhaps a clothing brand of some sort of sort that, you know, offers sun protection or some something along those lines, you know, the approach you want to take is probably something a bit more motherly. If you're offering things that are like, you know, more technical, more, more, you know, need, need to be more trustworthy or intelligent, maybe they're the type of traits that you need to start talking about. If you're offering, I like to use Apple a lot as, as an example, if you're offering something which is very idealistic and creative and is different and wants people to show how they're different by using their products, then you need to really take on that sort of those personality traits into your copy, into your videos, into your marketing, into your website, into all of it to really create this brand persona and approach. So one thing I want to talk about and an exercise that we do around this is firstly doing exactly that, really going through and understanding the different traits that would make up your brand. And you do this making sure that it aligns with, you know, what your what you actually do in the market, what your mission and vision is, you know, all of those things need to align in order to really present yourself as an authentic brand. And some examples of what we would do here is we'd say, okay, well, you know, maybe we're adventurous, maybe we're imaginative, we, maybe we're different, you know, maybe we're not luxurious. So we need to make sure that we don't bring that sort of uh, terminology and approach to things because that's not who we are sort of trying to connect with. You know, maybe we're more feminine than masculine. Maybe we're more rational than emotional. Maybe we're more spiritual than, than you know, technical. It really depends on who your brand is and who, more importantly, who your target audience is and how you want to attract them. But once you do that, I advise that you take the next step, which is looking at Carl Jung's um, personality archetypes. And I believe it was Carl Jung that created his personality archetypes. And I believe, I think there's nine of them and they're all very different. They're all about, one of them's about being idealistic, you know, different, creative, as I sort of talked about before, which is more like an Apple type of approach. I talked about, you know, being fun and playful, which is more like a, you know, Doritos sort of approach. I talked about, one of his um, archetypes is about being desirable and sexy. And obviously that's more like a Victoria's Secret type personality approach. There's obviously, you know, 
one that wants to be rebellious and dangerous. So if that's the sort of personality you want to take, you can see how businesses like Harley Davidson have incorporated that into their brand and how they present themselves. There's also ones like the personality archetypes that involve, you know, being trustworthy, intelligent. And like I said, that's something more like Tesla, whereas that differs just slightly in terms of those that want to be assertive or in control. And that's more Mercedes-Benz. So you can see how these brands have incorporated these personality archetypes into how they present themselves, into how they brand themselves, into how they market themselves, into the words they use, into the style of imagery that they use, into into the type of people they use to showcase their products and services. And these are an exercise that we go a bit more deeper and in, deep into, and I have a bunch of sort of more visual. Uh, examples that we use when doing this in person. But I want to sure sort of showcase the importance of really thinking about the traits that make up who you want to be and then aligning those with these personality archetypes to make sure that you sort of discover a primary archetype that really represents who you want to be in the market and then letting that guide you, letting that guide your persona or personality in the market to, again, not only create this consistency and authenticity around who you are, but help you remain consistent. You know, you don't want terminology that one day is very rebellious and the next day is very, you know, motherly and caring. It does just, that doesn't align. It doesn't help people really understand what you're about. So understanding the persona behind who you are and giving your brand a personality and a personality archetype allows you to create this consistency and authenticity. And, you know, if you don't if you didn't, if you don't, if it's not something that you necessarily initially thought was necessary, then, you know, maybe it's worth looking at how all these other extremely large brands around the world, like Mercedes, like Tesla, like Apple, like Victoria's Secret, like Red Bull, have all incorporated this into their branding and they remain consistent with how they approach in terms of giving a personality. And, you know, if they're doing it and they're the most successful brands in the world, maybe that's a good reason to sort of consider doing it yourself. So this is a rather short episode. I just want to talk about the importance of incorporating personality and personality traits and most importantly, these archetypes into building your brand and your marketing and you know helping that drive your marketing and brand strategies to ensure that you remain consistent and you actually create an authentic approach out into the market so people can more easily connect with you. So very short episode today. But I hope that helps. I hope that's something that's interesting. And I hope you take the time to either read into this and incorporate it yourself into your brand and your marketing strategies. But if you don't do that and you're looking for a guide, then please reach out. We do branding and marketing strategies over a two-day to really make sure that you have all the information you need to go into market into a differentiated, strong position that really helps you stand out in a consistent and unique way. Anyway, that's all from today. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. I'm your host, Adam Barbro. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Clicks podcast.